This episode of the Postmodern Art Podcast is not sponsored by the local Burger Mart because it is not a real establishment and Tate does not have enough money to sponsor anyone. Hey, are you hungry? Well, sure you are. You haven't eaten in over two minutes, which means you need to stuff your face in the local Burger Mart. For a limited time only, you can get the special burger package, which comes with the usual free baby, but now you can get a free Christmas tree. Why waste so much money at those Christmas tree places when you can get a delicious burger, a baby, and a Christmas tree? Who would have thought you could do all your Christmas shopping at one store? I'm still trying to get over the pumpkin spice babies. So come on down to the local Burger Mart. If you don't want a baby, f***ing deal with it. Baby in my burger. sold separately. Hello everyone and welcome to the Postmodern Art Podcast, the podcast dedicated to giving artists who are wanting the world over the platform they deserve. I'm your host, Nathan Raglan, and I sincerely hope you all had a wonderful, happy holidays. No matter how you celebrated it, no matter who you celebrated with, I sincerely hope you had a fun time nevertheless. But as we inch closer to the end of the year, literally right around the corner, I have one more, well, small surprise for you guys, if I may. And that is today's episode. Today's guest is Kiz Dude, a cartoonist, animator, and storyteller with a wide variety of styles that she nails every single time, especially her little gremlin, tiny miniature version of her. Not only was this a guest that was recommended to me a couple of times, shout out Cosmo, but I mean, it was hard to kind of ignore what Kiz Dude has been doing. Um, I've seen their animations and seen their art all over the place. Uh, I know they've had a hand with some far-fetched comics, which will definitely divulge into the interview itself. But I knew it was only a matter of time before I had to bring her on. I mean, seriously, look look, look, the little gremlin. You can't tell me you can't deny that. If you enjoy Kiz, make sure you support her with all the links down in the description below. If you enjoy the podcast, make sure you like, share, subscribe, or follow whatever audio streaming platform you prefer. Leave five stars wherever you can. I see that stuff and I absolutely love it. I even looked recently at the Apple. I have had six five-star reviews. Keep it up, people. I love to see it. If you want to go even further with that support, maybe you should consider repping some incredible streetwear at the merch shop at pmap.creator-spring.com. We have a plethora of outstanding designs and styles for you to wear, including the brand new hats, which I highly recommend. I've been ripping the the OG logo one, and I absolutely love it so much. And hey, look, if all you're trying to do is find a cool place where you can talk about incredible artists, maybe even meet some of your favorite artists or whatnot, and just develop a fun little community of artists all together, or art admirers, maybe you should consider joining our Discord server, the Artist Sanctuary. We've already developed a wonderful group there, and I just love how it grows more and more. The more art people bring in, the uh, cool insight that they have, the way that people have been able to help themselves through that server. It's something that you definitely should be a part of today. But now, without further ado, please enjoy the Postmodern Art Podcast. 
Okay. Sorry okay. about that. There you go. <laughs> I had to switch to my data because apparently my internet's being that. Oh, okay. lovely. There you go. <laughs> That's always nice to hear. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, I wouldn't be. Uh, I, I've had worse technical difficulties beforehand. And also, I kind of expected some technical difficulties because of the fact that, you know, we're recording, you know, from two different places halfway across the globe. So it's nice. It could be yeah. easy. <laughs> All the way from Dan Yeah, all the way from Dan Ander. <laughs> I believe you would be the third person from Australia I've interviewed for this podcast, so there you go. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I wouldn't even consider myself fully Australian. I've been influenced so much by, like, American television and all that. <laughs> mm, you know what? Fair. Valid. Fair. Good point. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm, I'm a sure. unique breed. Yeah, yeah, true. I, <laughs> I was gonna say I'm sure we're definitely gonna divulge a lot more into that or whatnot because I definitely want to know a lot of like the the influence into like your art and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, no, I I could totally imagine that. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and do this. By the way, I really do appreciate it. I know I've been admiring your stuff for a little bit or whatnot, and it's you know, it's it's cool to get a chance to sit down and talk to you. So thank you for taking time to do this. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> It'll be my first interview. There you go. <laughs> are, are you excited, nervous, anxious, all the emotions? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm more excited than anything. I'm not good. much of a nervous person when it comes to um, talking. Yeah, fair enough. That's good. Hey. <laughs> I'm sure, especially with the, the stuff that you have, we definitely have plenty to talk about, so I expect a lot of excitement throughout. <laughs> what, like cursed drawings and all that? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, especially the cursed drawings. Are you kidding me? Um <laughs> I was actually I was actually going through a lot of your stuff like yesterday and today to make sure that I have like a, a good idea of what I wanted to talk about or whatnot. I did not realize both how like clean and crisp some of your art is with all the different styles or whatnot, especially compared to some of the cursed stuff you've put out there into the world. And uh, I try and keep it as clean as possible, but with sketching, sometimes it gets pretty messy. Yeah. But uh fastest way to do it so i'm okay with that i mean teach their own correct <laughs> yeah <laughs> whatever's easiest for yeah, exactly me. exactly do you have any questions or concerns before we get the show on the road uh maybe i'll just ask about swearing <laughs> is swearing's okay because hmm. uh, i'm totally fine with not swearing <laughs> i just wanted to make hmm. sure i do not give a flying fuck go all in on it <laughs> <laughs> Gotta say the magic C word. <laughs> look, oh, I'm too polite. I'll say, look, to be fair, I, I, again, this is not the first time I have interviewed an Australian. Uh, I knew that at least the C word was part of your guys' like natural vocabulary. <laughs> so if it just slips, I don't care enough. Like I, I'm not making enough money off of this shit to have to like crack down, and be like, I have to censor every individual swear word that comes in this podcast or what. Like, no, if it. If it flies out i don't give a fuck just, just at the end of the day this podcast is a calm cool casual conversation to where you get to talk about your art your passion the stuff that you love all that kind of stuff so if a fuck just is part of your vocabulary fucking go for it <laughs> and, also, no, and like i said again it's it, you know australians i know well, correct me if i'm wrong but it's a lot more casual when it comes to like your vocabulary or whatnot at least in the experience i've seen of australia yeah. well depending on who it is if they're if they're more like rough around the edges they usually say it a lot more yeah fair enough 
Fair but, uh, I'm a city girl. <laughs> I don't do that. Like, like not as much anyway. But, yeah, but, that's all but, but if, if swears just you know fly out, I I'm not gonna crack down on you or anything like that. You're good. <laughs> you Gucci. Um, <laughs> Gucci. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. What, oh, one more thing. I I I swear I'm gonna take a shot every time I say one more thing. But one more thing. <laughs> I want to say thank you for both my uh, small commission of Mr. Moneybags. As well as my friend's uh, little demon goat creature that you made. <laughs> That's I, all good. I, I gave it. I gave it to her and whatnot, and she absolutely loved it. But she did have one question: Why did you give the the goat a bill? <laughs> I don't know. He looks like the type of person that doesn't understand uh, like taxes and all that. You <laughs> so know what? Valid point. Valid point. Very valid point. I'll be sure to relay that message back to her. But no, she absolutely loved it. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, usually with small commissions, I try to make them like mostly as unpredictable as possible, like mm-hmm. or just something that's so fitting yet to the extreme. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, point. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it, again, at the end of the day, you you nailed it. You did a great job. Thank you so much for both those commissions. <laughs> oh, thank you. All right, kids. Before we really get going, I must ask the icebreaker question of the podcast. Let's say you get to go to a deserted island on your own accords, away from Australia. I know that's technically an island on its own. Anyways, <laughs> but let's say you get uh-huh. to go. To, let's say you get to go to a deserted island on your own accords with accommodations. You're not stranded. To help make sure that you don't go completely insane on this island, you can bring one piece of media or one piece of art to help with whatever vibe you want to try to go with here. If given this opportunity, what would that one piece be? Uh what piece of media like a social media <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ at this point i hope not no i mean like no i mean like you know a, a movie a tv series a video game oh. an album collection that 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 like whatever you consider media or art whatever's in that realm of possibility what would be the oh, one thing you bring? Okay. <laughs> um i'd probably bring the iron giant with me Ooh. and just watch it over and over again that is a very good pick right there. <laughs> uh, An absolute treasure. Oh, absolutely. Like, well, I mean, I, I, I love the movie. I, I don't, how should I word this? Like, I absolutely love the movie. I can totally understand why that could be one that you instantly gravitates that you would gravitate towards. But for you personally, like, what is it about that movie that like you, that is the one piece you want? Like, that's the one piece you hold near and dear. Well, it's my favorite movie, like, ever since I can remember. And it's got, like, everything for me, like, giant robots, like, a beautiful friendship, a child character that isn't, like, so annoying yes. and just the same as everyone else. He's uh, very unique and just, like, a simple basic story, beautiful animation. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> and I it's, mean, like, not overly complicated. So. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that I, – I can't think of a better way to, to you know – describe it myself i think you did the perfect job there so the iron giant that is your answer you're locking that in yep all right then now i'm gonna get sent to an island for real (laughs) with my one decision at the very least Uh, i'm sure to send you with your husband so at least you can you know have someone there to keep you entertained (laughs) i would totally bring him there you go but if that's the case i cannot think of a better way to start the Postmodern Art Podcast. Welcome, everyone. I am your host, Nathan Ragland. Uh, feel free to like, share, subscribe, or follow whatever audio streaming platform you prefer. 
You can support the podcast on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash PMAP and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PostModArtPod for future updates and guest announcements, including today's guest. <clears throat> she is a cartoonist, animator, and storyteller with a wide variety of styles she nails while also exuding small gremlin energy. Welcome to the podcast, Kiss Dude! Hello. But I'm glad to be here. Well, I'm glad to have you here as well. Um, like I said before, whatnot, I instantly fell in love with just kind of the art you've been able to put out there. Uh, I, it was mainly like, obviously, the, the small you ones that like got my attention in the first place. I imagine for a lot oh. of people that was the case or whatnot. But the, the like what you've been able to push out ever since then or whatnot like i absolutely love and cannot get enough of and i definitely want to divulge a lot more into that art and such but before i really divulge into the stuff you're making now i want to go back just a little bit if i may and learn more or less the origin story of kids dude what got you interested in art and animation in the first place uh well i've been drawing for like a super long time probably around like and obviously it wasn't good but <laughs> the main thing that really pushed me to keep going is as sad as it sounds like I was so into like the whole cartoon world that I watched like Arthur and all that where nothing Ooh. really bad happened where like everyone you, like there was a happy ending usually most of it and it's like I wish I could go into that cartoon world so everything can go right and I can have it the way that I want it. So I would just draw myself in all these different styles and everything. Oh, wow. And just scenarios that I wanted to be in. Like, because I, I didn't know as a kid that that would be sad. <laughs> like, I just thought that it would be fun to be in a cartoon world. And the older I grew, I was like, oh, this is pathetic. <laughs> but but the, the more that I did it, the more I was interested in trying different styles and cartoon characters and wanting to see cartoon characters do their own thing. So the more that I tried different styles, I put it into my own and then just created my own characters with that. And it sort of snowballed into that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hey, that's, if nothing else, that's a good foundation more than anything else. Just kind of seeing these incredible worlds that like cartoons would create and being like, I want to be there to be fair. What kid has not imagined that at least once I can think of so many cartoons that I just want to like insert myself into and just be a part of that wacky realm or whatnot. Was there a particular cartoon or a particular world that like you want to be in more than any of the others? Like, was there like a particular, like if given the opportunity to pick one, that's the one you would go to? Uh, well, one of them I know used to be Invader Zim, even oh. though I didn't know much about it. <laughs> uh, I just like I just like the funny robot and the funny aliens. Like <laughs> I didn't get super invested in it. Um, a lot of them, like I think, were like cartoons that nobody else really watched. Like I didn't have Cartoon Network or okay. um, Nickelodeon or anything. I had like an Australian broadcasting. But they had like Augie and the Cockroaches, which I like is still my favorite cartoon. <laughs> and I was fully invested in that. I wanted to be in that. There was a cartoon like Canadian called Being Ian. So I don't know how many people know about that show, but I used to be super into it. What else? Like it was just any cartoon that I watched really. I was like, I wanna be in there. <laughs> Put I mean... me in that. South Park was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, South Park? How how old were you when you wanted to be a part of that world? <laughs> oh, probably probably like thirteen or fourteen, but I knew okay. about the character in that. I would definitely die. Like <laughs> I wouldn't want last in that show. 
But it would be fun. <laughs> it would be a good time. I mean, wouldn't be a boring day. That, that, that's to say no, the least. <laughs> Very uh, threatening world. Yeah, no joke. I'm pretty sure that, uh, yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> if if you want to know what that world is like, just come to America. I'm sure you'll probably find something <laughs> like that not too far from the airport. <laughs> oh, bye. <laughs> I'd love to experience it. Exactly. When did you go from this, like, just general love for art and animation and the worlds or whatnot to a passion and then wanting to make it your career? Um, experiencing, like, the motivation that it gave me and inspiration, something that has been a big passion of mine is wanting to bring that to other people as well. Okay. Because other media like makes other stories as well. So you would have like a kid watching a cartoon that they really like, and they could grow up to make their own thing based off that, but like their own, like <laughs> it's just a whole lot of wanting to create so other people can create as well. Okay. Um, but oh. in my own way. So like not doing it just so the audience will enjoy it, like just doing your own thing. And then people will take that and be like, Oh, like they did their own thing. It's a own unique thing. And then they'll do it themselves. But, that was a big part of it. <laughs> okay. You know what? That's fair enough. Can you think of, was there ever a particular moment, at least in the early art journey era, to where it kind of just clicked for you from just, you know, putting yourself into the world to I can create worlds for people? Like, was there a particular moment or a particular instance that you could think of that made you realize you can be the people creating the worlds? Uh, definitely in high school. <laughs> okay. Because I did a lot, did a lot, a lot in high school. And then I would have friends and it's embarrassing sort of that we used to role play with characters and all that and make our own stories with it. And okay. then I wanted to sort of grow my own. I even created a whole story world for us to create stories within it. So Ooh. I had a whole universe and then my friends would create characters to go into that universe and interact with them and it would help grow the world. Um, but yeah, that from that, uh, I learned that, I wanted to do more and create more worlds and everything. And I've gotten a lot better at it. <laughs> and the problem is I am so picky with what I want to be put in and what not, and what's good enough for me to make a show and what isn't that I take a really long time perfecting it. I still haven't perfected it yet. Like I still haven't finalized everything, but um, yeah, still, uh, still doing doodles for it and all that. <laughs> I mean, to be fair with what little taste I've been able to see here and there with some of the worlds you've created, both realistic and out of this world or whatnot. I, I think you're at least on the right path more than anything else. I, I, I've been interested with the, the art you've been able to present. I know like you were talking about like creating this, these worlds or whatnot. I know that, uh, looking through your like art portfolio and stuff, one of the things you said is you really wanted to, I'm trying to think the exact phrasing, but like really wanted to create some characters and create some stories that truly inspire people more than anything else. Is there any particular stories or any particular characters that you're really inching to like push forward more than anything else? Oh, uh, I have a whole thing. I barely post it on Twitter, but I have this big thing on Instagram uh, is 20 forest. It's a whole cartoon that I've been setting up. I've had it around for probably seven years um, that I'm still working on and it's been evolving and all that. But the basic story of it is um, a human girl is selected uh, by another alien world in the city to be a hero by the stats um, because they follow around different species. Mm -hmm. uh, But they pick this human girl to be the new hero and she pretty much has to defend the city um, with all the cartoony antics and everything. And she okay. has another hero partner. He's not a side uh, sidekick. He's a partner um, that helps her with it. And the whole show is 
not just following the heroes, but adventures of the villains as well. So you'll be able to follow all these different types of characters. Okay. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that's the basics of it. I mean, that that right there, this is the first, I'll be honest with you, this is the first time hearing of this stuff. You have me hook, line, and sinker just hearing yeah. the different <laughs> so, like just, yeah, just only on Instagram, really. <laughs> yeah, true, fair enough. I, I, I'm not yeah. as active on Instagram as I should be. Yeah. Probably should be a little bit more because, in fact, that Twitter is becoming more and more of a burning pile every single day. But let's not think about it's that. Evolving. <laughs> <laughs> it's, be- oh. it, it, it's becoming less of a fire pit and more of a cesspool the longer we stay on there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, like, you know, thinking just like the the different dynamics you could have with like, you know, again, this human girl that gets selected probably from out of nowhere more than anything else. Like it's being thrust into this world, seeing not only like her adjusting to this, but also seeing the villains or whatnot. Like how important mm-hmm. is it for you to tell this story? If I may ask. Uh, kind of very, <laughs> but the thing is, um, I want it to be like as good as possible before even, pushing it out like to try and get people to watch it i want to make sure that i have everything in line before doing that okay you know what? that's understandable uh, so i'll take a long time with it i'm very patient with it but i hope to do it like before i perish or anything like that <laughs> at least tell a little bit of the story before i go you know <laughs> that is a good hope more than anything else i mean i know i certainly would like to see it but i mean you know seeing how some people seeing how some projects are like rushed out there or whatnot compared to some of the ones that like take their time take a deep breath make sure they get the details that they want perfect or whatnot believe me when i say it'll be worth the wait i think we'd be all willing to wait (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i mean i I mean it's incredible that you're going for and pushing this kind of stuff and you know especially pushing for not just you know whatever style you feel comfortable with but but for pushing any sort of style possible. That was the one thing that I was amazed more than anything else as I was doing my research, just how much you're able to be more or less like a chameleon and blend in with any art style that's more or less given to you. How important is it for you to have that kind of like ability to adapt to different art styles? Um, it's pretty important and I would recommend it to other people because I've had people uh, message me and ask me like, Oh, how do you develop your own style? How do you like, um, how do you, well, the basic, how do you draw and all that. My biggest recommendation is trying different styles and whatever you like from that style, you pick it and then you put it into your own. So my, my style is built up of a whole um, different set of them, like Looney Tunes, Augie and the Cockroaches, uh, what other ones were there? Ed and Nettie is a yes. big one. <laughs> Just a whole mash of things put together to create your own style. Um, and me, like, exploring different styles lets me uh learn from that even <laughs> like i'm still learning how to uh advance my own style with uh exploring okay but yeah that's the main reason why i do it <laughs> and just to test what i'm capable of <laughs> you know what? that's again that's a good me- mentality and a good motive what's the newest style you've been attempting to to master if i may ask uh well farfetch would be one of them because <laughs> yeah. i got um hired to help with the storyboarding right, right. uh the comics like just comics. I'm okay. not going to I was, say. I was about to say, was, <laughs> if, if I could be honest, because you were brought up after the interview that I had with Farfetch with uh, Dave and Ashley or whatnot, because I was thinking of potentially oh, really? Because I, I was thinking of potentially having you do the thumbnail for that episode before I ultimately went with uh, someone else. And, you know, they had, you mm-hmm. know, 
they had I mentioned it because I I saw like the the little small uh, sketches that you did <laughs> the of the characters yeah the tiny thems or whatnot and like they were like oh yeah no we just recently hired her to to do the comics or whatnot I'm like oh that is awesome that is incredible <laughs> all from shit posting oh yes and again <laughs> we will <laughs> we'll definitely divulge a lot more to that here before too long I I just. I, I'm gl- first off. I just do want to say I didn't say this beforehand. I'm glad you got that position because, especially knowing Dave and Ashley or whatnot, and being able to work on that kind of stuff. Oh, that just has to be fun. Oh, I can only imagine. <laughs> but, it's a good time. Exactly. Um, of all the styles that you've toyed around with and the styles that you tinkered with or whatnot, do you have a personal favorite one? Whether it's one that you're the most comfortable with or one that you know every time you do it, you're proud of yourself for mastering that style. Uh. Probably Hell of a Boss uh, is the style that I'm like usually the most proud of because I've done screenshots and everything and I'm pretty happy with how they turned out. Um, and it's like an, a style that I can grasp uh, easily and have a lot of fun with. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that would probably be the style. I mean, especially considering the amount of variety of character designs that that show has more than anything else, like just nailing yeah. that style down is a is a task on its own. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, once you know the basics of a style, you're pretty much uh, set um, to do it. Yeah, you know what? Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like, it's incredible seeing all the different kinds of stuff. Me, personally, I'll be honest, seeing kind of the, uh, the nostalgic-esque, kind of, like, 90s-esque, or not even 90s, like, more like the, the 80s, almost like a hint of, like, the Don Blue style that you've uh, implemented with some of your stuff before. Oh, I absolutely love that. That that just has a, a nice warm place in my heart. It's definitely a lot easier to sketch them than it is to line them. <laughs> you know Getting what? Getting that sort of style is a lot easier. <laughs> I can only imagine. What was it? The the ones I think off the top of my head is whenever you were doing kind of that style, but uh, for the what was it? Uh, chowder when you did like the sketches for them or whatnot. Oh yeah, I, I, people like that. I, I mean, I loved that show growing up. So like seeing like the different takes of some of the popular scenes that you did or whatnot. Oh, it just warmed my heart more than anything. <laughs> I only just watched that show probably a few years ago. <laughs> like, because like I said, I didn't have Cartoon Network as a kid, so right. I'm usually just catching up with the whole like other people's nostalgic shows as an adult, and then. Uh, like I'll be able to appreciate it and figure out if it's good or not from someone that isn't nostalgic for it because I know people will be nostalgic for a show and they'll be like, oh, this show is great when they're when they're older, but it's mostly nostalgia. Like maybe it's not as good as they think. But right, right. I don't have those uh, rose colored glasses. I can see whether it's good or not. And yeah, chat is a pretty great. <laughs> Oh, yeah, excellent. I, I mean, I mean, especially like the humor of that show more than anything else. Like it really holds up more than anything sometimes. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I will say if there is a show that I am nostalgic for that if you ever get the opportunity to sit back and at least watch it, at least admire the art style that they did, because I think the art style that they implemented was one of the most unique ones, a show called Class of 3000. I don't know if you ever heard of it or if you ever seen it before. Um, oh, it sounds... I think I've seen like a screenshot of it, but I've never watched it before. Uh, fair enough. It basically... Um, 
there's an American rap duo back in like the mid two thousands called Outcast. One of the members, Andre three thousand, worked with Cartoon Network for this, you know, animated show about him being a teacher for these kids, uh, like teaching them how you know, like music or whatnot while also dealing with you know wacky shenanigans or whatnot. But like the the art style the art style of that show alone, like it's just it's stunning because it's so like smooth and fluid because uh I, I talked with one of the people that actually worked on that show. They had it that way to kind of represent how like music would flow more or less, like to, with how smooth yeah. the edges or whatnot. At, at the very least, I'd say like, you know, again, this is me personally. I'd say, you know, take the time to like sit down and watch that at some point or whatnot. Like it, you'd be surprised with just the plethora of inspiration would be for the best word. It, it's a good show, at least in my rose tinted <laughs> nostalgic glasses. <laughs> I'll have to give it a try, and hopefully I won't get murdered if I say I don't like it. Okay. Because uh, yeah. there are definitely shows that I'm not a fan of that I know a lot of people really like. I can <laughs> so only if imagine. if I said I didn't like it, they'll kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but, uh, I don't yeah. want to ask for controversial opinions right here on the podcast. I want you to stay alive past today. I want you to finish <laughs> up that show first. Please. Okay. <laughs> I want to be famous first. <laughs> and then... Let everything let loose. There you go. So. Well, you're, if I do say, I think you're already starting to build up at least that notoriety more than anything else with some of the, the sketches and the art you have been able to do. Most specifically, the one that I've at least known you for, and that is the little small gremlin designs that you've yeah. been able to, <laughs> to push for yourself. What inspired you just to start with, you know, just these little doodles, like little, again, gremlin-like creatures or whatnot of like these shows or at the very least like yourself? What inspired you to start that? So I used, um, when I would doodle with friends, uh, I would just make them super simplified so I can just make them look silly and it's really quick to draw. Uh, that started with actually um, with Cosberry and I. Like I hey. used to doodle uh, them as like a little weird, like long snooted fox. <laughs> and my first persona, well, not my first first, but my first online was a green horse. And that's Ooh. how like I built my persona off that. Like they're more detailed now. They're not like my little tiny one. But that's how it started. Is just simplifying it as much as possible and making it do like crazy silly things. And then as time went on. Uh, I started doing like the small, like on Twitter, like small far-fetched and hello boss. The reason I did that is to simplify the character and sort of mold them into what I would find funny. Like not saying that the original characters aren't funny, but right. what would be my taste with these little characters and sort of build their own personality from that. Like Blitzo working at McDonald's <laughs> like would be his <laughs> own thing. Like their own law. Um, just trying to, add more or take some away to my liking. And that would be the same for Farfetch'd as well. Is like, obviously nothing wrong with the characters. I just like making them, uh, like to my own taste, really. Yeah. You you like uh, you like yeah. <laughs> I was you, you like making little shit posts to the characters. I mean, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that more than anything else. I I will say thanks to your character. I can now forever like I I cannot look at Blitz without thinking of the the yellow M just imprinted on his forehead. <laughs> thanks to you. <laughs> The whole lore of that is, since in the show, they don't seem like they have a lot of money, so I thought it would be funny if Blitz, like, sold his soul to McDonald's, like, just to keep his office open, and now, like, he has to praise Ronald and <laughs> keep working for him while doing this other job as well, because he'll work at McDonald's on the side and just 
stupid demonic stuff. <laughs> I can just but, uh, I, yeah. I, I can just already imagine it now. Hi, welcome to McDonald's. What the fuck do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Please get me out of here. <laughs> Not worth it. I'm sorry, ma'am. The ice but, uh, cream machine is broken, like it always is. It's never going to be fixed. I know it's not broken. You just want to use it. <laughs> I know the secrets. <laughs> All right, so that'll be a 10 piece chicken. That's, why I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's already wonderful. I, I, again, like just seeing the different, like, little <laughs> gremlins that you just do. I, I, is that the proper term? Do you call them gremlins, critters? What do you address them as? <laughs> anything really like sometimes like i call them little gremlins or just well commission wise i call them smalls like just to make it easier or little creatures just either one is fine i haven't really set up a permanent name for them yet well i i will say i do like the word just smalls it's just just i yeah. I, I, I love that little term more than anything so seeing like the, the small version of them more than anything else it's, it's always just funny especially seeing the like uh, interactions that you would have with some of them. I know one of the ones that like really blew up whenever you actually pushed it out there was some of the far-fetched ones. S- like the way yeah. you had them interacting and seeing how people found that and just really clung on to it or whatnot. Did did you honestly expect <laughs> that one to really get the attention it did? No, not really. <laughs> I didn't even think because with the Hello of Us stuff, people liked it, but like I didn't think that much of the creators or like writers and stuff would pay attention to it. So I didn't think it would be the same for Farfetch, but no, they, they really seem to like it, which I'm happy about. Like, that's the whole point of me doing them. Like it's not only for my enjoyment, just to put my crazy brain onto the paper, but for people to enjoy it as well and have a laugh with it. Um, so I'm glad that that happened. <laughs> I'm glad they like it. Oh yeah. No, I mean, I imagine they, they seem to like it so much to the point to where they decide to bring you along for this wild and crazy ride that they're <laughs> going on. <laughs> I don't think I can have my comics be exactly like the smalls there. <laughs> right. I, I still have to keep the characters like, you know, in character. I can't just have like Griff walking around with his really long feet or <laughs> Quinn just being like a horrible, like even more horrible person. Uh, yeah. But I, I think I've got sort of a grasp on the characters. So I'd try and work with that. Um, and yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, I still have a lot of fun with it. Absolutely. I mean, it, was it surreal for you more than anything else getting the opportunity to even work with them in the first place? Oh, definitely. <laughs> like I've, I've been trying to put myself out there like more, more like a character designer is what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a portfolio set up. I would like, um, when they would have openings, like I would have, uh, my partner Roy, like he would sometimes send me openings and stuff and I'll send it in and nothing would happen. I was like, is, am I doing something wrong? Like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Like, I, I thought, like, I at least want to test it to see what I'm capable capable of and show them what I got. But then after doing, like, the smalls and everything, um, they came up and asked about the comics. I was like, is that, <laughs> is that what I have to do? <laughs> like, it's just make people laugh and they'll let me in. Yeah. And, but uh, I was really happy that they seem to understand that I'm uh, capable of grasping a character and sort of working with it. So... I'm just happy to be able to have the chance to uh, show what I can do and be able to prove to myself as well that I'm capable of it and have critiques and everything. All that. (laughs) Absolutely. But I am very thankful for it. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, like, not only, like, you know, getting a grasp on the characters or whatnot, but also having a grasp on the style as well, because like, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously you, you got your foot in the door with this, you know, the small style more than anything else, but I, you know, seeing the, 
one or two, uh, or at least the one comic that you've been that uh, that you storyboard more than anything else, is seeing like the basic grasp of the the characters or whatnot for that fun little comic of Griff taking a photo yeah. more than anything else. Like it, it showcases more or less like your talent more than anything else. And going back to what I was saying before about that wide range of, and diversity that you have with your styles, like it, it's it's impressive more than anything else. Like how well you've been able to adjust with everything more than anything else. Ah, oh, thank you. <laughs> a whole childhood of just trying different styles is gonna get me somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, if the different styles doesn't get you anywhere, again, going back to the small versions, that will certainly get you somewhere. Especially seeing the small, <laughs> especially seeing the small version of yourself more than anything else. I, of all the doodles that you've done, seeing the little scenarios that you put yourself in as your small character or whatnot gives me the most laughter out of any of the stuff. <laughs> Weirdly enough, the whole, like, small kids is much different from uh, the gremlins of the other existing characters. While the existing characters being small is sort of a way for me to, like, make them silly and all that and uh, be horrible people and make mold them into the character that I want, smaller kids is a different situation because it's more me drawing me in my happy place. Yeah. If I'm not happy, then I don't want to draw myself small. Like, drawing me small is just me... It, like enjoying myself and like the little scenarios that I can put in and all that and trying to make people laugh at that. So yeah, small, small me is just me in my happy place. <laughs> I mean, if that's the case, like keep up the, the, the happy place mentality. Cause again, seeing the, the little doodles that you've done and the weird situations you put yourself or whatnot. Um, the, the little car one, I, that one was a funny one. <laughs> 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 seeing you do yourself. <laughs> Usually one of the biggest, things that I really like about small kids as well is like it makes my partner happy as well like Roy because he really likes the small kids as well and he he draws her all the time and it's like if it makes him happy then I'll I'll keep doing it for him as well like for myself of course yeah, but also yeah. him like he really likes it and we joke about him like not even being able to fit in the car because <laughs> he's way too big um, and we just have a whole bunch of jokes like bold kids as well like because I've drawn her like right. looking up having a <laughs> we just joke about her like wearing a wig <laughs> or something just uh that also builds it up like interactions like with my partner um builds up other scenarios and lore to the small kids but, uh, yeah all happy places <laughs> I mean, again, it's a good it's a good foundation more than anything else. Seeing that kind of like happy pa- happy place on full display, and having just like the the again the fun little actions like what you were talking about with like bald kids or again kids in the car. <laughs> I can only imagine like nose stretching out. Yeah, exactly. Nose nose getting caught in a, a mouse trap. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, what was I gonna say? Like when you were talking about uh, Roy how he wouldn't fit in the car. I can just only imagine like the little doodle of him just being like strapped down 20 different ways onto the car. If you're like <laughs> speeding through like a, a little highway or whatnot. Oh, definitely. We've definitely talked about that. <laughs> like him just being strapped on top of the car. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Is there a, it's good to like that. Oh, absolutely. Is there a particular like small doodle or small drawing of yourself that you personally love like the most? Definitely the bold one. The bold one? <laughs> the bold one makes me laugh the most. The one that gets me about that one, the one that gets me about that one in particular is just like, you know, the other ones are like basic flat colors or whatnot. You know, you get the simple yeah, the like, you know, is, is the shading and the brightness like really emphasizing just how bald, bald kids is? <laughs> 
Oh, for sure, you gotta emphasize the boldness. <laughs> bold, bold, bold. <laughs> Yeah, and it's not only small kids that's bold. I've made Quinn bold. I've made yes. Kira bold. Just everyone is bold. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny to me. Not just a shaved head or anything. Like, or like, even like being bold like from thickness. Obviously, that is not funny. Just the scenario of clean bowling ball, <laughs> like bold, <laughs> is like really funny the, to me. The freaking chrome dome, just like your it, 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 ching. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, uh, extra shiny. Extra, extra shiny. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, like, obviously that one was a good one. Another one I loved was the, <laughs> I think it was, it may have been Roy that at least did the initial one, but the animation that you did of you playing your nose like a flute for like the circle of rats or oh, whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> So that was a recorder, which I have, which annoys the hell out of him. But um, yeah, just having like a little army of rats um, is part of the lore as well. Just being able to control and talk to rats. Since I didn't even mention kids being a rat, but people call it kids rat all the time. (laughs) I'll just embrace the rat. Um, But yeah, no, the initial drawing, that's not really what started the animation, but I noticed that the rats were standing there. Like, I guess it, like, burned into my mind, like, his doodle. So, of course, like, I had to credit him, of course, because, like, there must have been some inspiration to that. But his one was more like <laughs> the rats. He was um, doodling me, pointing to him. Like, I didn't have the full picture. But, yeah, like, it was <laughs> me sending my rats to attack him. Um, so, yeah, no. <laughs> I like that one, too. <laughs> he I mean, likes it as well. I mean, that one was good. I especially love just, the, the, again, just at the end, just, like, you know, just... Like being taken away by the <laughs> by the eagle. Yeah, uh, I'm as light as a feather, so anything can really take me. <laughs> Goodness, and I especially love like seeing what more you have been able to do with this little, you know, kiz rat. I guess would be the best way we're describing her yeah. now. <laughs> but like the, I, I've saw the the little animation you've been working on of like kiz rat at the the ice cream parlor, like the little sketch yeah, you started doing. Yeah, that one's been one. on pause for a bit. <laughs> I mean, that one, that one's like his motivation for animating. Drawing, I usually have motivation most of the time. Like even like art blocks still happen, but animation is one of those things where I need a lot of motivation and time and just the energy to do it. That's why it's so rare for me to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's uh, understandable. I mean, seeing how much of a, a, a task it is to, to do animation, I'm sure you probably hear from uh, your, your husband here and they're working in animation as well. Like, there are times where I imagine he's just, like, worn out and doesn't want to see a single frame or a single brushstroke <laughs> or anything like that. Like, he just wants to, like, disassociate. And I, I get that, like, especially how much of a time and effort goes into like just getting every little thing to like not only like get it drawn but make sure it flows somewhat coherently yeah he's definitely he i would say he's way more professional with it than i am like he's already like working on hell of a boss that's his first animation job oh wow (laughs) i didn't realize (laughs) that yeah he's very talented with it um and like he still teaches me some tricks and everything um but i don't have the same program he does (laughs) i'm uh i only have procreate and flip a clip so i do the best i can with that um and he has tune boom but like obviously he's way better at it he totally needs it (laughs) like with with how much of an expert he is i was like uh, uh, I was saying, oh, sorry, <laughs> you're fine to be fair again when your first job is working on hell of a boss more than anything else it, it, like already being on the ball about 
getting a job in the industry or whatnot. Yeah, I would say he's a little bit more professional to say the least. Yeah, I'm I'm much more happy doing like silly little doodles for animation than anything professional. Because uh, with having just silly little doodles, I don't have to keep it perfect or anything. Um, so I'm much more happy with it. Yeah, absolutely. Is there a um, again of just thinking of all the different doodles that you've done, whether it be of yourself or of the the other characters of the other shows and whatnot? Is there a particular favorite little doodle that you've done? Is it still just bald kids? But I do, um, I do really like the hell of a ones that I've done as well. Um, cause I have a huge amount of fun with those cause with the characters I can pick and choose and mold them into the way that I want it. And I have a lot more freedom with that. Um, and to be, uh, like gross and rude and stuff <laughs> with that is a lot of fun. Yeah. Those saying rude and gross is probably putting it lightly seeing what you've done with some of those characters. <laughs> Listen, I try and keep swearing to a minimum with it. <laughs> I think it's definitely a lot more fun trying to make it as crude as possible just from the visions and scenarios themselves rather than just what they're saying. Uh, like Millie and Moxie being into yep. everything. Yes. <laughs> like being part of it. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say out of that group, I like the one where it's like just her being like, "I have no idea what you said, but it made my it made me tingle in my bits or whatnot." Something along the lines. Of that. It made me tingle in my bits. <laughs> if, was any, if I had all the money in the world, I would absolutely hire the voice uh, voice actors to um, like say Recreate the lines that. of the little gremlins. That would be a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I would I would pay to see that believe me um <laughs> I, I will say out of, out of the like the hell of a boss ones like as much as I love like the million moxie ones I just love just how like blunt and like I guess somewhat dead that like Luna is from your little grandma <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, just no, she's, she's brain dead she ain't got a thought behind those eyes <laughs> I was saying like it's like just how deadpan she is with her shit like you know killing the one person like this is your first warning like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she don't know she killed him. <laughs> she ain't <know> nothing. <laughs> it's like this is hell. She's he was already dead hell. anyway. Yeah, but <laughs> it was dead from the beginning. It's fine. There you go. There you go. I mean, thinking of just like all these different doodles and all these different drawings you've been able to do or whatnot, like thinking of just like your art journey as a whole, like just so far being able to come along so far. Are you amazed more or less with how far you've been able to develop your art? Oh, definitely. <laughs> like, I still look at people that, like, obviously I still look at people like oh, like either younger than me or learn faster than me of what they're capable of. And I'm like, man, why can't I do that? And then I, something to remember is, um, as an artist, it's not always just about, like, how great you are at shading and all that. It's just, like, you're capable of a whole selection of different things. I was thinking about it yesterday is, it takes different talents for different parts of the art world. So someone that can do super realistic stuff, obviously super impressive, mm-hmm. but they might not be able to dabble into cartoony stuff and all that. So that's a whole different talent, talented in their own way. Other people are talented in this. Anime is also one of them where maybe yeah. they are really good at doing anime art. They may be like not be able to do painting and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I try and think of it like that is I have a select different of talents and I'm very happy with them and I'm still growing. And there's other people that are like that too, like where they have a select different of talents and weaknesses. It's just 
everyone has bits and pieces of everything. And just because they're better at that um, than you or the other way around, like it doesn't make anyone better or worse. So just like, I am still amazed by it. I still have insecurities about certain stuff, but I'm still happy with where I am today. I mean, at the end of the day, like you can attest to this, like you said yourself, you're you're still growing as an artist. You're still developing stuff at, yeah. at, 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 as an artist, as an animator or whatnot. Like you're taking your time more than anything else. Like you're taking the time to really sit down. Yeah, and learn. that's the most important thing. Exactly, but also like you can't deny, obviously, like especially seeing the stuff you had done before, maybe or seeing just how well you've been able to like fluidly develop some of these styles or whatnot like it's still impressive at the end of the day just how far you've been able to go i would yeah i would think so too it's just like the whole mindset out of an artist they might not see what everyone else can see so like even if i still have my insecurities and all that people would see me and be like oh that's great that's perfect like what have you got to be nervous about <laughs> but yeah like i am still very appreciative of what i'm capable of but um yeah, I still know that I'm growing and all that. And yeah. there is no real end to the learning journey either. I don't think I would want there to be an end either because if you Good. know how to draw everything, there's not really any fun being able to experience new stuff. Like, you're just stuck with what you have now. <laughs> yeah, you know, but, uh, yeah. Valid point more than anything else. I was going to say, like, honestly, like, you talk about this stuff. I feel the same way whenever I'm, like, doing this stuff when it comes to, like, the podcast or whatnot. Like, there are people that tell me here and there, you know, like, you know, love what, you know, you very professional about asking questions or, you know, love how you present this or it's incredible. You like how you're able to have the conversation flow. I could nitpick 20 different things about an episode of the podcast, but that doesn't deny that, you know, it's still not a good quality product that it definitely hasn't developed. It's definitely developed from the first episode or whatnot. So like hearing you, especially like what I have been able to see versus what I'm hearing from you, I completely understand relate that, you know, I, I understand I understand your insecurities more or less so yeah <laughs> but like I said I'm still very thankful for what I'm capable of yeah. I've noticed growing but sometimes there'll be times where it's like I haven't noticed anything changing but maybe other people will but as long as I'm happy with it it's all good yeah fair I mean like <laughs> the whole point of it. especially more than anything else like you know like you said you know it's incredible more or less like the people that you've been able to to get to know along this ride more or less the people that have yeah. uh love and appreciate your art like are you also surprised as well with the community you've more or less been able to develop since you started making art much um uh, so on instagram i had like i was part of a much bigger community mm -hmm. uh there was an art community at the start but then it sort of like sort of dissolved in a way because people like uh, growing up older and doing their own things, which is yeah. totally fine. Like that, that happens. I was surprised with how many people like were drawing fan art and asking me questions. And it was like, it sort of felt like I was in uh, like, it's not super surreal, but like, why me? <laughs> like, why am I in this spot? Um, but then it's like, I'm just happy with it. I'm not going to full on question it. But on Twitter, it's very much different. <laughs> I've been able to have messages from people or had them like my stuff. And, like, from – like, I've had uh, Zach, like, Hadel, like, like my stuff. Mm -hmm. And I had – I even got to message, like, Meet Kenyon and all that. And he yeah. followed me, like, followed me back and all that. I was like, this is insane. <laughs> like, a lot of – like, I've been able to be uh, – uh, com communicate and stuff with artists that I really like. 
um, yeah, that Twitter more than anything is the most surreal to me with the, the stuff that I've been able to do. Absolutely. That uh, hearing the yeah. <laughs> sorry, hearing the Meat Canyon thing like that, I I, I know how much I I've seen you showcase like uh, a lot of love and appreciation for his stuff as well. So being able to just like not only like have him follow you but to message him more than anything else, that is <laughs> that is surreal. I did I Wait, did obviously I don't <laughs> oh, sorry, go on. No, you go ahead. Oh um obviously I don't know him personally, but right. being able to talk with him like even just a short bit. It was a uh, very nice. He's a very nice young man. He, 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 I will say so as well. I I love that you got to to cameo him for the the little short of like you going for a bag of crisps or whatnot. <laughs> Just <laughs> that was that was a lot of fun to do. I thought like. Usually with animation, I don't do a whole. I can do lip sync, but I usually avoid it just so it doesn't take as much time. But that one, I had to do it. Like yeah. I don't think there was any way of avoiding it. Like the best way to do it was the lip sync. I mean, you did a uh, you did yeah, a good no, job with that one. If I do say so myself. Ah, uh, thank you. You are most certainly welcome. Yeah, that one I had a lot of fun with. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you know. Thinking to again all these different opportunities, getting to know all these different people, and thinking of all the art you developed, like it has to be incredible and surreal but for this next question if i may i want to give you more or less the dream scenario let's say i am big shot mr (laughs) moneybag i come up to you and i'm like look kids we know you can produce some incredible stuff no matter what medium what form whatnot we know it's there we know what you know whatever style you want to do we just want to give we know that you just need a little extra push more or less to help you out with that we have access to anyone and everyone in whatever industry possible, and more money than there should be possible. We could probably be taking—I've said this before—we could probably be taking Twitter off of Elon's hands. But you know what? We're gonna let that crash apart. We'll just make our own thing, and you guys can go there or whatnot. But, <laughs> but nevertheless, unlimited money, access to anyone and everyone in whatever industry possible. If given this opportunity, what would that one piece or not? What would be the dream Kiz Dudes projects? Uh, probably working on the 24 hours thing okay. <laughs> and having like having my friends like be a part of the team as well. Cause I know there's a lot of talented like artists that I know, um, that really want like jobs and are capable of it mm-hmm. and no one really giving them a chance. Like, which I, I've obviously experienced before, like where it's, I've tried and haven't been able to give a chance. I would use that money to make my own studio, make my own show and give those people a job as well. Cause with how much I love testing different styles, I would have different shows with different styles um, and have like my friends and people that I know and people wanting to have a chance and put those in different shows with different styles. Well, there you That'd t- be a lot of fun. That would be a lot of fun more than anything else. I mean, that, that just that's a good it goes back to what you were talking about initially what really sparked you to go on this path in the first place you know really having your friends kind of develop this world together or whatnot that would be a good like yeah it'd be a good like full circle moment more than anything else just being able to ha- provide that for them and let them just go off more than anything else yeah it'll be a lot of fun <laughs> I, I would say I'm also like of the like I support more of giving people a chance um, and different people coming in for voice acting and animating and drawing and stuff like that. They're getting obviously like getting celebrities and well-known voice actors. I am more happy giving someone else a chance to prove themselves than someone that already is super talented. Uh, so I'd, I'd want to do that if I ever had my own studio and stuff like that. 
Well, there you go. There you yeah. go. <laughs> but sadly, we have to get down from the dream scenario. We have to get back to reality <laughs> ever so sadly. And I'll ask the ever so generic question. Where do you hope to see yourself, say, five to ten years from now? Uh, probably a little bit further than where I am now. It's a good start. <laughs> I'm not too sure. With how slow that I am with working on stuff, um, I would at least want to be able to uh, be a part of different projects. Okay. Um, that would be a lot of fun, uh, stepping my foot in different waters, um, trying different stuff. Mostly getting, hopefully getting a job like character designing is the biggest thing that I want to focus on. There you go. There you go. I can hopefully I'll be that. there. I can easily see that, especially seeing some of the, the character designs that you've been able to do. And again, going back to like the different styles or whatnot, I mean, thinking you could go retro or some of the more modern ones, like people out there, they're looking for a character designer right here, right there. Go for it. <laughs> it's like, we're good for a few coins. <laughs> It's like we're I'm not saying we are no longer asking. This is your character designer. Hire her right now. Um <laughs> a polite demand. A polite demand. There you go. As we you know, as we start to wind down the interview, I just have one last question I want to ask you. Obviously you've been deeply entrenched when it comes to art and animation for as long as you can remember, more than anything else. How important is art, not just for you, but for the world as a whole? Oh, probably one of the most important things. (laughs) Like just inspiration and storytelling, because it's not just inspiring people. It's also teaching them a whole lot of stuff from different points of view, like either telling a story with no words at all or just like in a book, because writing obviously is still an art form. Mm -hmm. Just the whole art form itself, music, painting is super important i don't think people would learn as much um without it like because you can just tell someone something and they'll be like oh okay but seeing it in a in an artistic form will get that message across like a lot better and be able to process it more because it's like a whole teacher's thing if you have a boring teacher that just tells you what's happening the kids are not going to care they don't care but if you do it in a fun way or an interesting way that will bring the message a lot better so it's very important <laughs> not just to me but to the whole world as well oh, it's a good go. way to put out stuff that's that is a wonderful way to word it if i do say so myself uh kids that is all the questions i have for you um i've already showered you with a whole bunch of praise but i want to show you with a little bit more because it's my podcast i do whatever the fuck i want um oh thank you <laughs> you are most certainly welcome bring it on <laughs> i'll be more than happy to look kids um ever since i first got introduced to your artwork it was mainly with the uh it was with the small far-fetched characters that was my first introduction to you and getting the chance to see that seeing the interactions you developed seeing just the the humor you could bring with your stuff like i could not get enough of it uh get, get enough of your art and seeing what more you've been able to produce whether it be for yourself or for you know other ventures now with like far-fetched or whatnot seeing you get opportunities like that more than anything else it's incredible like just seeing that kind of stuff you know, getting the chance to sit down, do a deep dive into your stuff, really immerse myself in the art you've been able to create and listening to your stories, hearing how you've been able to develop and hearing how you feel about your art or whatnot. It, it gives me a whole different level of appreciation for your art. And my appreciation was already very high for you. Like seriously, like, especially like seeing just how talented you can really be whenever you 
put yourself to the task. Like just about everything that I've seen you post or everything that you've put out there or whatnot, I see the amount of love, effort, and talent you put into it. And I truly do appreciate you doing that more than anything else. And I sincerely hope that I am not the only one that gets to see that. I hope that other people get to see it and it gives you more opportunities in the future because you deserve it. You, you put, I can tell you put in a lot of time and effort into this stuff. And I know that great opportunities will be coming your way soon enough. I sincerely, if none else, I sincerely hope it. So long and short of it. Thank you for what you do and keep up the incredible work. Ah, thank you. <laughs> that was so helpful. I am just being honest. I'll, I'll be doing my best. <laughs> I'll be doing my best to, to keep it up. And I think that's any slowing uh, down anytime soon. There you go. As, if nothing else, I'll be sure to just send you a little piece of cheese to help pick up your 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 spirit. Give me that time. I'm sorry. Uh, would, would, would you prefer just like a block of cheese or a little mini personal pizza? Which would you prefer? <laughs> Any of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send all of it. I'll just send yeah. everything. I, I have to be careful not to make sure that Cosmo gets a whiff of it. Otherwise, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to have a clash of <laughs> a clash going on. By the way, I, I forgot uh, to say this sooner. Cosmo was one of the other people that said that you need to be on the podcast, by the way. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> I didn't know that many people made me enough to recommend me. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. That's that's how that goes back to what I was saying before. That's how like fun your art is and how talented you are more than anything else. That people are like, hey, you need to get this person on the podcast. I mean, if they had said nothing, I still would have wanted you. Like, it wasn't like just because <laughs> of that. I could tell you you got a lot of talent with your art or whatnot. I knew it was only a matter of time before I brought you on. So. Uh, well it was a lot of fun I'm glad you I, I'm glad you enjoyed it thank you thank you for those kind <laughs> words um, for those who may want to also appreciate and love your art as well go ahead and plug yourself for the people at home I got Kiss Dude on Twitter Kiss Dude on Instagram that's it. Okay. That's all I got. Fair enough. <laughs> and you know, if anything else pops up or you miss, if you messed up one of those links somehow, um, I'll be sure to have that linked in the description below. So I got you covered. Um, oh, you <laughs> Do you have any final words before we sign off? Uh, everyone that's lacking motivation and don't know what they're doing, just keep doing it. <laughs> you don't have to be perfect, but as long as you keep trying, exploring, you'll do great. There you go. That's my advice. There you go. That is wonderful words to end on if I do say so myself. With that, all I have left to say is for the people at home, hasta luego, mi amigas. <laughs> Yippee. <laughs> Thank you so much for sticking to the end. If this is your first time listening, I sincerely appreciate you. Um, if you're returning, uh, welcome back. Um, 
this was a fun interview. Uh, kids, if you're listening to this point, um, I sincerely do appreciate the energy that you brought. And um, this was a fun chat. Thankful that you did this. You know, like I said in the intro, literally, by the time this released, we were like, what, three days away? We're, we're literally days away from the end of the year. And I have been doing a little bit of reflection. I mean, I'm always kind of reflecting one way or another. But, you know, especially around this time of the year, I I was thinking about how my year has gone lately. Now, on a personal level, it's been rough. (laughs) It's been rough, people. I started off the year with a job that sucked, to be honest, made worse whenever a bunch of people got COVID, left that job, went to the job I'm currently at, nice and cool for a bit, got super, super busy, has been busy for months, I've been... Drained from all my life force for the most part. Um, You know, personal stuff happening when it comes to family matters and such that have since been, for the most part, resolved and hopefully will stay resolved. Um, If you know, you know. Um, And just all the chaos that has kind of just gone on. Like, it's honestly been a really rough year personally. Um, I'm honestly surprised. I am honestly surprised that I have made it this far. Um, I mean, I, you know, I'm always a person that, you know, you got to roll with what life gives you or life will roll over you. But even then, you know, it's just been hectic and chaotic. But that's just on a personal level. When it comes to the podcast, literally, and I'm not joking with this, I know we've only been around for two years but this past year, I have made leaps and bounds when it comes to the progress that we have made with this podcast. When I started the year off, I don't even think I had 500 subscribers. Um, now that's been more than doubled. Uh, I've gotten to a point where I've actually started making money with this podcast. Not much, granted, because you know YouTube ad revenue is garbage. I'll be blunt. But, like, numbers aside, analytics aside, you know, despite the the wonderful support you guys have continued to give, and I do deeply appreciate from the bottom of my heart, the conversations I've had alone. (laughs) Like, take a step back, and let's let's think about, like, some of the bigger names. Not even just, like, some of the the cooler guests, but, like, some of the people that I, I cannot believe I've been able to have a chance to get on this podcast or whatnot, you know. Getting Will Wood back on the podcast, getting Dubis Gubis on the podcast, Asher Roth with the previous week's one, which it still blows my mind. Cosmo Perry, um, like those are just some of the bigger names and some of the more popular episodes off the top of my head. But like, even then, like the people that I've gotten to know and people that I get to even call my friend, like close friends, because of the interviews that I've had this year. Uh, Tay Draws, which, thank you, Tay, for the incredible fake ad at the beginning of this episode. This was fun. But, like, Tay, Bill, Ash, Glory, uh, I got to be better friends with Wiley uh, this year. Um, You know, I would say that I'm probably better friends with Trey than I was before. Thank you, Trey. Uh, You know, Cosmo, getting to be really good friends with them. Seeing, uh, um, like, you know, Chris, uh... Tag, Beck, uh, you know, I, I could go on. Like, most of, most of the guests that I've had on this podcast, I can 
honestly say it's been incredible that I've gotten to know them and they've gotten to help the podcast grow. They've gotten to help this community grow. And it's it's so incredible. It, it still blows my mind. I'm going to say that a million times over. We reached 100 episodes this year, which still is amazing. You know, you know, we got to, to bring back some incredible guests and have some wonderful conversations with them. You know, we we got to we got to really grow this year, guys. You know, two years into this thing, you know, over a hundred episodes. I I really do feel like I've accomplished a lot, and it's all thanks to you guys. It's thanks to you guys that continue to to share the word of the podcast that continue to. You know, share the retweets or whatnot. Oh, yeah, that's another thing about 2022. Jesus Christ, Twitter. Uh, that's aside. We'll get away from that. We're not focusing on that. We're focusing on positives. And the positive is the leaps and bounds that we've made because of you guys. Because you guys have spread the word about it. You've got to share it. You've been so gracious to get me involved in certain things or whatnot. We've really, we've really taken a major step forward with this silly little venture that I have. And... Jesus Christ, we're only we're not slowing down. I mean, I might slow down to like take a break here and there, like I did twice this year. But I mean, yeah, everyone needs a break at least once. Um, and like I've what I've got planned already, some of the fun stuff I want to do, some of the guests I've already got set up, ready to go. Like, <laughs> guys, I mean this. This is gonna be a fun year. What I'm trying to say is thank you guys for 2022. As much of a hellhole and a chaos it was for me and for a lot of people involved, uh, you guys have truly made this year something special for me and something that I will never forget. Um, I, I genuinely, I genuinely do appreciate all that you guys have done, and I don't want to slow down. Keep showing that love and support. That's all I ask of you guys. You know, keep showing support wherever you can. Support the the Patreon if you haven't. Um, buy some of the merch because the artist that I got doing that is incredible stuff. And I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all in on a little insider secret. Um, I have a major design plan done by another great friend of the podcast, Drags Aiden. Um, we've been collaborating on something. I don't know when the design's gonna be ready. I'm I told him to take his time. But when it's ready, y'all will know. But you know, I could go on for days about how thankful I am for you guys. And I really do appreciate you all. You guys help me keep moving forward some days. You genuinely do. There are some days to where I just want to delete every single aspect of my internet presence and just forget this entire thing, but I don't because of you guys. You guys allow me to really get to explore myself creatively. Allow me to really expand and grow my interests and really allow me to express myself in the fullest way possible. And I cannot thank y'all enough for allowing that to me. I don't take it for granted. And that's why I keep doing this. So, 
Hasta luego, 2022. Let's let's hope that 2023 is just tolerable at the very least. Um, you guys have a wonderful day. If you're listening to this before the new year, celebrate safely. But nevertheless, happy new year. I'll see you guys next year. What, you didn't think I was going to end on a cheesy joke? <laughs>